Hello and welcome back to Discovering the Bible Podcast. I'm Sarah Thomas and I'm joined by the wonderful, the awesome, the amazing, <laughs> the spectacular, the splendid Pastor Holly Howard. You're overkilling it right no, there. It's past, no, it's Pastor way overkill. No, it's Pastor Appreciation Month. I have to I have to do the most. <laughs> well thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um seriously, you're amazing though, for real. Stop, you're making me blush. So the day that we're releasing this podcast, I think is awesome because it's going to be Halloween and I find it funny we're starting this topic on Halloween uh, because the title of the next series we'll be releasing is titled, How Can I Have Peace? Mm -hmm. And as someone who used to live in constant fear and anxiety and, um, you know, just constant turmoil in my mind, this really speaks to me. And so, you know, um, putting this out during spooky season, I think, is perfect. <laughs> so I'm really excited to start this one. Yeah, I didn't realize, you know, when, um, you know, I kind of got this burden uh, in my heart on peace. I didn't realize as I was writing this that the timing would fall right. for it to release on Halloween. I just, I had no idea that this would, it would fall this way. But that's just how cool the Holy Spirit is. And so we live in this world of chaos uh there's political warring Mm -hmm. uh generational warring you know between generations and generations that arguing and there's Mm -hmm. racial warring in our country and there's countries warring against countries and and there's just so much turmoil so how can we have peace you know you got family wars families warring with families right how do we how do we have peace when there's so much turmoil going on around us and so that's what i want to talk about today please um bear with me because, uh, as you can hear my voice, I've had some struggles with um, uh, laryngitis and such. So um, I'm going to do my best to be able to talk in a clear, precise manner so that you can understand <laughs> me. But if I cough or have to clear my throat, I am so terribly sorry. Please um, <laughs> forgive <fine>. me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maybe I can do some like, post-editing. Anytime you cough, I'll sure, just be like, Sure, there you beep. go. There you go. We'll try our best not to annoy you with all of my drainage. But um, anyway, so... so I want to talk about peace. Yes. You have to know, the first thing I want to say about this is that you have to know that your mind is where the battlefield is. It's where the battle begins. It's where the battle stays. Mm-hmm. And, and so everything that you deal with is in, in this, this battlefield, in this warring for your peace, this warring for your you know, sanity in your soul. It's everything in your spiritual life, everything, every victory is going to be determined. It starts here and the battle starts here and it's determined on what you do with it and and, and how you control what goes on in your thought life. Our thought life is excessively powerful. Listen to Psalm 23 and 7. It says, for as he thinketh a person, he's a man, a woman, as a person thinks in his heart, so is he or she. Hmm. As I think in my heart, so am I. Right. So if I'm always thinking, and if you're always thinking negative thoughts about yourself, if we think bitter thoughts, we'll become a bitter person. If I think negative thoughts about myself, I will become a negative person. If I'm constantly thinking complaining thoughts, I'll become a complaining person. If I, if I think of myself as worthless or hopeless, if I think of myself all the time as some sort of a failure or, or stupid or put myself down, if I think insecure thoughts, I'll become what I'm thinking. I'll become yeah. that, that, that insecure person. And, um, you know, 
so I have to I have to realize that where are these thoughts originating from that come into our mind? And I wanted to start with with insecurities and in, 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 in the battlefield of the mind with with how a person sees ourselves because there's so many people that struggle with feeling insignificant, that struggle with feeling worthless or oh, hopeless yeah. or like they're a failure and and where where did this come from why do we tend to to think this way because it's not what god says about us it's not Mm -hmm. who we are in christ it's not at all thoughts that are coming from god because god doesn't think about us like that so where does this stuff come from and um in all my years of ministry um and learning and uh, going to conferences and studying freedom ministries and reading books, you know, on like the Bondage Breaker, powerful book, a highly recommended book like that that would get to set you free if you struggle with any kind of you know issues like this in your life. But one of the biggest things is uh, people where where do these things originate from? Is we can say mother father wounds. Oh yeah. Um, things that your mom or your dad would have said to you growing up, you'll never amount to anything. You'll never do anything good. Why can't you be more like your sister? Why can't you be oh, more like you know, mm-hmm. your brother? Why can't you, you know, and just fill in the blank with, with the, the wounds and the things that were said by a mother or a father that created wounds in, yeah. in our childhood in us. Or what about the things that were said by those mean kids in school, in elementary school, middle school, high school? Uh, you know, you're ugly. You're so stupid. You know, think how cruel kids are today. Oh, yeah. And all through school, being bullied and having somebody say terrible things and negative things to tease uh, a person, to make fun of a person because of the way they look or because maybe they're not as smart as the other person in the class or whatever. Kids are so cruel. Oh, yeah. And those wo- those words create wounds through high school and through elementary school, middle school, and high school that last with us are the words spoken by uh, by a spouse, negative words spoken by a, a, an ex or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or maybe a best friend uh, mm-hmm. that, that put us down, that caused us to feel like a failure, or maybe that caused us to feel like we're ugly or we're insignificant or maybe we don't matter. Right wherever they come from it's not from god and these in whether it was done by someone in school or whether it was done by it out of a relationship or by a parent wherever it came from satan will take those those words that mm-hmm. cause us pain that hurt us and and we we and he, he takes and he attaches lies in that moment when somebody says those things about us and then he attaches the lies to those traumatic moments because it is traumatic because it hurts. And when he attaches his lies to that, then what happens is we start to believe the negative press. Right. And we buy into the lie. Then I start to believe, well, if my father said, I'll never amount to anything, then it must be true. Mm-hmm. I'll never amount to anything. Or how about, how about you know, the lies that he comes in and whispers to, um, I, I know a, a person in particular that as a teenager she walked in and found her father um, he hung himself and committed suicide and she walked in and she saw um, she found him and Satan took that traumatic incident and he lied and whispered in her ear and told her it was her fault wow. that her daddy killed himself if you would have been a better kid wow. if you would have been a better daughter if you would have been a better son your dad wouldn't have committed suicide and so 
you know, you have these wounds, yeah. these traumatic life, you know, events that happen, um, and Satan attaches these lies to us, and um, then we start to believe this this press. We start to believe it, and 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 then that gets down deep into our heart, right. and creates insecurities, and it creates a sense of hopelessness. And what happens is it it robs us of our peace. So, you know, if you struggle with this, if you struggle with insecurities, then your first step, no matter what's happened, is your first step is you need to repent. You've got to repent for believing in the lies of the enemy because whatever you've been through, whatever's happened to you, now we're talking about peace, right. okay? We're talking about how do I have peace? Where, where, How can I get my peace back? Well, one of the ways the enemy robs us of our peace is he causes us to believe in his lies and believe in lies about ourselves. And he robs us of our peace. If I believe I'm worthless, if I believe I'm a failure, if I believe that, you know, it's my fault that something, you know, terrible happened to my family member, if I'm blaming myself, if I'm believing that, you know, all any lies, whatever the case mm-hmm. is, that, that that's the, the root of insecurities that causes right. me to be insecure. If I believe in that, I cannot live in peace. So your first step is to repent for believing in those lies and for not loving yourself. Remember, if you go back to our podcast where we talked about walking in love, mm-hmm. God summed up all the Ten Commandments. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Love the Lord your God, right? Right. Love your neighbor, and then you love your neighbor as you love yourself. So loving myself is part of how I walk in in freedom, how I obey the commandments of God is to love God, love others, and to love myself. If I am berating myself, right, thinking thoughts that I'm 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 ugly and I'm insignificant and I'll never amount to anything or I'm I'm not worthy or thinking so lowly uh, mm-hmm. I'm just a, uh, I'm a destruction. I'm so, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. Those are from Satan. Right. That's Satan whispering in your ear. Those are lies from him. And you've got to repent because that's not who God says you are. No. That is not who you are. And God doesn't think of you that way. And you have to start loving yourself and not allowing yourself to to think those thoughts about, uh, about yourself. So you have to repent for that. And you actually repent by saying, God, forgive me. For agreeing with Satan instead of agreeing with you. Forgive me for believing in the Satan's lies instead of believing in your truth. And your second step is to get in the word and let it renew your thinking. Because, like I said, your thought life is powerful. The mind is powerful. Listen to Ephesians 5 and 26. It says, to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. Your mind needs to be cleansed from all that negative press mm-hmm. from all that stuff you've been thinking dwelling on all those things that were said to you in your in in high school middle school elementary school the things maybe the mother father wounds the things that boyfriend girlfriend husband wife whoever did it whoever said it the words spoken to you the traumatic event all of that stuff you got to wash all of that out right you think about it you've been you've been thinking insecure thoughts for years You've been believing that you were less than or whatever the lie is Mm -hmm. for years. You just don't overcome that overnight. Or maybe it's been depressing thoughts 
being depressed, feeling that cloud of heaviness and depression, and you've been thinking these thoughts for years, and you, how do you get free from this? How do I get over this? You have to, you have to take and scrub it away. You have to wash it away. How do I wash dirt and, and stuff food that's stuck onto a dish, right? Mm-hmm. I have to take it and I soak it in some, in some palm olive or some Dawn, whatever your favorite right. dish detergent is, and you squirt that stuff in, you pour some hot water in there, and you get it sudsy and bubbly, and you put it in there and you let it soak, right? And let it begin to loosen up that stuff that's really stuck on really hard on there, right? You like you burn it in really good. You're cooking some good bacon or whatever, and you just charred the pan too much, mm-hmm. right? And it's stuck on there. And so you let it soak in that in that cleansing water and let that, that dawn, that detergent, just kind of lift up and pull up and, and start to loosen up right. all of that debris. And then you come in and you take your Scotch-Brite pad or whatever you like to use, and you scrub and you wash it off and you rinse it off, and then you clean it. That's what the Word of God does with right. all of those years of pain, all those years of insecurities, all those years of lies, all the years of the words that were spoken to you, those hurtful things that were said, and then you are believing it, and you believed it, and you've yep. thought it in your mind. As a man thinketh, so is he. And it's robbed you of your peace because you haven't been loving yourself. You have to take the Word of God mm-hmm. and put it in. Who does God say I am? What does God's word say about me? And put that in your mind and let it be cleansed. And what the word of God will do, it's so powerful, is it really will change your mind. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world. That's worldly thinking. It's the world's way of thinking. The world is is not nice in in general, and and, and we tend to be a negative, right? Oh, yeah. Just listen to the news. That's why I don't watch the news. It's all negative, 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 negative. Everything is always so negative. Well, Don't be conformed to that kind of negative thinking to the way of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, Romans 12, 2 says, so that you, you're the one that will prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Reading God's word transforms, it washes it out. Right. Gets, scrubs all of those lies out, all that pain out, all that junk. It starts to bring healing to the soul and it rids that. And then it starts to change the perspective the transformation of the mind gets to the place where I don't think that way anymore yeah. because I don't see myself as how my mama or my daddy said I, I was. By those, you'll never amount to anything. I don't see that anymore. My perspective changes. I'm no longer looking through the lenses of what that bully said to mm-hmm. me in high school or middle school. I'm no longer looking through the lenses of what that ex-spouse said about me right. by beating me up and with negative words and putting me down now i see myself through the lenses of god's right script of god's word how god sees me my perspective begins to change that's the transformation that takes place in the mind that is so powerful and that's when you get your peace back because you start to get healed from the soul wounds yes. of the past and that's when those insecurities will will begin to lift so you will see in the word of god that you're a child of god mm-hmm Thank you so much for listening today to Discovering the Bible Podcast. We here at Bridge of Hope exist to connect people to Jesus Christ and to each other. So we would love to connect with you on all of our social media platforms. You can head to Facebook and find us at Bridge of Hope Cincy, C-I-N-C-Y, or Instagram at Bridge of Hope Cincy, C-I-N-C-Y, or you can always learn more about us at our website at thebridgecincy.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.